And we're recording. We're back for another episode. Episode 49. We've almost hit the milestone of 50 episodes, which is crazy. It's a little bit uh, a little bit surreal, really. We've almost hit 50 episodes. Um, we've, we've definitely got something big planned for the 50th episode, but more on that later. I am Sam Finlay on the podcast. I'm known as Sizzle. My co-host sitting across from me in Young, the painter is his new nickname. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> Hey guys, you know who it is. It's your boy. It's Quinny. But as Sizzle said, I'm now the official painting man of young New South Wales. If you need somebody to paint for you, I'm your guy. It's just, it's just part of the, it's just part of my talents now. Like I'm just all about it. So if you want any painting tips, let me know. So, I mean, your, your day-to-day profession is as a teacher, but I'm not convinced that, you know, you haven't left that profession behind and now you're a full-time painter because, you know, you've been sending photos the last, you know, week or two. It looks like you're just a full-blown painter now. I mean, you got, you know, you paint all of your clothes and, you know, you're really um, embodying this new uh, love of yours. Just call me Da Vinci, guys. Like, Quinny, a.k.a. Da Vinci. That's me. All about painting. I might have to start painting my own portraits too now, but I'll tell you what. I haven't seen so much paint. I made a mess. There's just paint everywhere, all of my clothes, but it was worth it. It's all done now. So keen to be here for the pod as always. Episode 49, 50 next week, which is going to be massive. So get excited for that, guys. But today, you know who it is. It's time. It's time for Sizzle and Quinny. Let's get it. It sure is. And yeah, as, as we mentioned, episode 50 coming next week. We've got something special planned, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna keep that under wraps. Um, so stay yeah, tuned. No spoilers. No, sorry, guys. You'll have to wait and see. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, look, let's get straight into the episode because we you got a lot of things to get through. Um, I mean, there's lots going on in the world of pop culture right now. Heaps. I mean, there's just there's so much going on. So, so much good content, really. I feel like, you know, we, we live in the age of content, but I feel like now more than ever, we have just got, you know, so many great shows um, and so many great series just, you know, on whatever platform, you know, whether it's Netflix, Disney Plus, um, you know, Amazon Prime, you name it. So we're going to get into a few things here, but I must first quickly just mention this. And that is, and we mentioned it, I think on the last pod, is my co-host and I, Quinny, we had a, a matchup in fantasy football this past weekend. You know, Quinny was talking a lot of smack before before it. So was I. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll say. I I'll reckon you were talking more than me, but anyway, keep going. Go on. But I did Get conquer. I did conquer my co conquered, yep. My co I beat him 155.6 to 115.12. So, Quinny, how does it feel to be on the losing end of this matchup? You know, I have mixed feelings about this one, Sizzle, because as you know, like obviously I don't really like losing. I'm very competitive and you are quite competitive as well. So as you know, guys, we always like to do a bit of a bet for our fantasy teams. Dinner's always on the line. But I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of happy for him because the last probably two years, Sizzle's been very down and out when it comes to fantasy. The Early on, he's been 0-2, I think, quite a few times. And I'm just it's kind of good to see a bit of a mix of fortune uh, this year. So obviously now I'm 0-2, which is a massive stitch up. But yeah, Sizzle did get me. He got over the line this time round. But, you know, it's only early. We will face it off again in the future. But I have to give it to him. I have to congratulate him. He finally beat me. 
it's only been a couple of years since he last beat me. So, you know, it was about time that I probably should chat him dinner. So, you know, I don't want to talk too much about it, but there's a few things, a few players in my team that I'd love to kind of talk about how annoyed and frustrated I was when I woke up Monday morning. But other than that, congratulations, Sizzle. I'll give you a round of applause. You got me this time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm coming back with vengeance. I'll take it. Look, we play each other again later in the season. So, you know, round two, we'll see uh, who is victorious there. But yes, as you mentioned, I'm looking very much forward to uh, that dinner when we can finally yeah, baby get out face, of lockdown. Talk to me about it. Talk to me about Babyface. I haven't been there. I, baby- I mentioned it in the group chat. I knew it's one of your, your favorites. So I thought, you know what, let's go Babyface. Give me a quick rundown. What do, I, what do I expect? What am I expecting when I go to Babyface, hopefully once lockdown's over? Well, look, Babyface Kitchen in Wollongong here. If you do live in Wollongong, I'm, you know, I'm, or maybe even surrounding Wollongong, uh, you you would likely know about it. It's probably, in my eyes, it, it's the best restaurant in Wollongong. And, you know, it's one of the best restaurants in, in Australia, to be honest, for the, the type of dining I like. Uh, look, uh, Andy and Jen, who own it there, I actually used to work for them as a barista when they owned uh, a cafe, Son of a Gun, before they sold it to another friend of ours. Uh, shout Ray. out, Son of a Gun, good um, times. Lots of shout outs on this pod. But uh, yeah, look, I mean, they just, they, they're very passionate about what they do, um, you know, in, in sourcing um, food, uh, local food and local produce. Uh, and it, it's a place where you go and it's, it's really good to, to go with your friends because it's the type of place where you just go and share a, a bunch of dishes. So look, uh, great wine list as well. I'm very excited to go there with you, Quinny. I know you haven't been before. I've been many times and we've actually got it recently in lockdown a number of times because they're doing a bunch of different lockdown um you know, takeaway packs, which has been great. So uh, big, big shout out to Babyface Kitchen. But look, I can't wait to go there to celebrate my fantasy uh, victory. And more, more, more so, I just can't wait to hang out with you in person because- It's been too long. It's been it has too been long. too long. Uh, but look, let, let's get into the, the actual uh, talking points of this episode. Uh, look, as I mentioned, so much content lately and there's just been so many shows and, you know, we like to talk pop culture. We like to talk movies and shows and- um, obviously sport as well. So it's hard to sometimes hit everything we want to want to hit, but look, a show that I am been very excited about, and I only just recently got into it, a new season just came out and that is out of banks. And, you know, we have to give another shout out to a friend of the pod who's been on many times. And that is Caleb Hansey who recommended it to us. Recommendation. Look, I, I, I must admit about halfway through the first episode, I almost turned it off. I was, you know, not so convinced, but then I got through that first episode and I was actually hooked. I mean, I mean, three episodes, I mean, there's what, two seasons out, 20 episodes. I think my, my partner and I, we finished it within like a week, maybe two weeks. We just were hooked. So Quinny, I know you've just recently watched it. You know, it's a show that sort of follows these, these teenagers who stumble upon a treasure map um, that, you know, that leads to so many different plots and uh, murders. So, and- man, that, that show's wild, man. It takes you, takes you all over the place. It was, so, a, it, was a, it was a journey. I mean, what did you think? I mean, I obviously finished it before you, so, you know, I've got lots of thoughts, but you finished it more recently. Uh, your thoughts? Um, yeah, so as Sizzle was saying, shout out to Caleb for mentioning it. He did bring it up. It was a good recommendation. Sizzle also got me onto it. So me and my partner, Amy, at the time decided, you know what, let's give it a crack. And like Sizzle said, for me, it started, I wasn't sold, even like early on, even throughout the first season, I was like, uh, 
this show's all right, I guess. But I kind of, it had a couple parts that I enjoyed. Like I liked the whole idea of like, you know, hunting down treasure and trying to find the gold bricks and then the the um, golden cross. So I kind of liked those kind of action adventure sort of um, films. And it was kind of cool to see this in the TV show. But man, it was a roller coaster ride. Like, man, so many, so many, so much is going on. Like a lot of, you know, I don't know, it's just too much. First off, they start in America, then they go somewhere else, and then they're back in America, then they're back on the open sea. It was just, it was just ridiculous. But it kind of kept me on the edge of my seat. And you know, overall, you know, I'm not a big like, you know, into like the whole teenage drama shows sort of thing. But you know, it was kind of a guilty pleasure for the last couple of weeks for me. And you know, overall, I kind of really enjoyed the cast. I thought the cast it was well casted. I think my favorite character, shout out to you, my friend JJ, has to be JJ. <laughs> John B's loyal best friend since the third grade, who is a surfer. So I think JJ for me kind of kept me keen on the show because he's a bit of a badass and he's a bit of a nutcase. So I just kind of liked every time I got a bit of JJ. But sorry, man, I got to talk about John B. (laughs) Like, does he not own a normal shirt? Like, how hard is it to button up your shirt, man? Like, I get it. You know, you got to sell it to the fans. You want to have the little teeny boggers loving it, wanting more of good old John B. But I just couldn't handle it, man. Every time you saw him, he just wears the same shirt. He's got like one button tied up, getting his chest out. It's like, come on, JB. Honestly, bro, you're getting gold. You've you've got like thousands of money on you, thousands of dollars worth of gold on you. Buy yourself a new shirt. It can't be that hard. But again, you know, other than that, just overall, fun show. Like I said, love JJ. Big fan of him. Kiara was cool as well. Pope's also, I like Pope as well. He kind of was that kind of the brains of the operation. He was like that calm influence over the rest of the pose. But yeah, not too bad. What about you, Sizzle? Yeah, I mean, for me as well, like this was a show that, you know, I I mentioned it, but it, it took me a few episodes to really get into. And then I was hooked. And it was a bit of a guilty pleasure, as you mentioned there, because, you know, let's be honest, it's not actually a good show. Like, I mean, when we're talking about like, you know, if, you, if you're comparing it to, I don't know, something like Mayor of Easttown, for example, like Mayor of Easttown Great is show. an amazing show. Like that is just like, you know, almost flawless. Like it's a really, really good show. This isn't a good show, but it's a fun show. I think that's the best way to, to look at it. And it's, I, I mean... I sort of think of this whole idea of like escapism, like as in, especially now we're in lockdown, right? And, you know, life is not the best for everyone, you know, certainly in New South Wales and Australia and around the world because of you know, the pandemic and whatnot. But you put on a show like this and you just completely forget about all that. And it does take it, you to a cool world. Yeah, it, it takes you to another place and it's ridiculous and it's, you know, outrageous and, you know, Things happen that probably shouldn't happen and probably won't happen in real life. But I mean, and you know, this is another reason why we like Marvel and why we like, you know, DC because, you know, we escape our real life and we live in a fantasy for, you know, an hour or, you know, even half an hour for, you know, these shorter series. So sort of likened it to that. Um, but yeah, there's some really unknown characters and unknown actors that, uh, you know, popped up in this show. Uh, I really like JJ as well as a character. I thought he was really fun, but my favorite character, and he's kind of like one of the villains in it. And I mentioned this to you is Rafe, Drew Starkey. I thought like, I don't think this show, the acting in it is very good. Like, but I think he, Drew Starkey is very, very good as an actor. I think, you know, he has 
like a really interesting sort of character development and he has a few interesting moments uh, particularly in season two and i'm really interested to see where his character goes in the next season he but- sucks man he's the worst he was the oh- worst I mean, he's a terrible person and, you know, he... Right, he's like the worst person I think I've ever seen in a TV show. <laughs> like, what he got away? He was getting away with some suspect, suspect stuff. I mean, and, sure, know. but you can't take it away from that the character, right? Like, I mean, and the acting, come on. Like, like, yeah, he, he plays it well. So, you he, you know he's a good actor if you hate the character because he's playing it well and you don't really like him. So, exactly. he was probably, out of all the actors, he was probably the best one. I mean, he's not someone who um, I'm hoping, you know, succeeds in, you know, what he wants to succeed in. But I'm just like, every time he's on screen, I'm like, man, this guy's great. Like, give him more lines. Give him, you know, I mean, you compare him to someone like Topper. Like, and, you know, Topper was, I guess, he was great to have in the show. But, you know, I, I don't want to see him really on the screen that much because he didn't really... Topper was your boy, man. <laughs> Topper was your favorite character. What do you mean, man? So a nice guy trying to get Sarah. I just she just didn't want to piece, didn't want to borrow him. Yeah, I mean, too, too little, too late. Uh, Topper there for me. But, uh, At least John B wasn't your favorite character. No, no. I mean, I'm not a big fan of John B either. He's probably my probably my least favorite character. I'm, I'm with you on that. Like John B doesn't do much for me. Um, you know, Kiara she has some really outrageous moments. Um, as well throughout like in the so, sewer yeah look if you haven't watched you you probably don't want to um you know listen to this next few bit in case we spoil it but you know like when they basically record they basically record ward, Bro, that, i lost it i lo- I almost turned it off after that episode <laughs> they record ward cold-blooded being a cold-blooded just killer, someone yeah just capping someone just like right you know, that basically is enough to incriminate him. And then she, out of nowhere, decides to yell out murderer. <laughs> then he turns around and then they end up, which results in them having to run away from him because he notices them after she screams. Then they drop the camera. And yeah, then come on, Pope. Like, you can't be dropping footage. the camera. Like, what was that? Like, yeah. how could you just drop the camera? I mean, I blame Kiara more so for yelling out. I mean, no yeah, need. Well, yeah, well, if she didn't yell out, they wouldn't have got rattled and then he wouldn't have dropped the camera. But man, exactly. and then somehow the body disappears after like 30 minutes. Yeah. And the sheriff just is just doesn't want to bother. He goes, no, nah, there's no bodies here. It's like, bro, we literally just saw him shoot someone. How the hell did he hide the body so quickly when he's like trying to hunt him down? There was a couple of oh. flaws in this show. Oh, I mean, a couple of like There's show. a lot of flaws. Uh, but that all being said, a very fun show, and I cannot wait for season uh, three, the next next season. Yeah, I mean, and then the way it ends, wild ending, eh? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, really wild ending. So, look, uh, I mean, you know, this is a show that Caleb recommended and I recommended. Were you uh, pleased that you watch it, watched it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, it was it was something different, and, you know, I got a game what I wanted. It was something to escape, obviously, a bit of COVID. So, you know, I enjoyed it. It was enjoyable enough, so... I've got a question for you, though. Uh, I can't remember the character's name. You know the blonde chick and her, like, half-brother? Uh, not, not, you're not talking about Sarah Cameron, the, the main... No, no, no. The You know the, the lady that's got, like, the crutches and she can't walk properly? Oh, yes. She wants to get yes, the cross? Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Her half-brother, I'm not going to lie, he looks like a mixture of Heath Ledger and Johnny Depp. I don't know. That's the vibe I was getting from him. If you look at him... He looks like Heath that. Ledger and he looks like Johnny Depp, like I, mixed together. I could see that. He's actually in The Walking Dead, the more recent seasons of The Walking Dead oh, as well. really? Yeah. So yeah, I, I was watching with Amy. I was like, he looks like Heath Ledger. She goes, no, he looks like Johnny Depp. So he's like a mixture of both. Yeah, so. I, can, I can see that. So good on him. 
I could see nice, that. Nice work there, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that was my last little fun fact, and I was thought I wanted to get your opinion. So. Yeah, no, I, I I could see that. I could see that. Uh, look, it's it's rated seven point six on IMBD. That's you all right. That's it's not bad. Underrated, overrated, accurate. Like that's probably accurate. I think that's yeah. probably accurate. Yeah, I don't think it hits the eights. I think it's like a yeah. It's probably like a seven point yeah. six, seven point eight. No, because John B can't put a shirt on properly. It doesn't push the eight. Sorry. Yeah, but hey, a, a very fun show, and I cannot wait for season three. I cannot wait for season three. Surely there's a season three, right? Has it been confirmed? No, it hasn't been confirmed, but the I mean... The way it ends, it's sort of like there has to be a season three, right? And it's, it's been so popular. Like, it's one of Netflix's most popular shows at the moment. So yeah. um, I would be, I'd say without a doubt. Uh, but look, you know, speaking about Netflix, there's another show yes. that you and I both love. And it's back. Season three is back. And look, we can't... I can't say too much because you haven't finished it yet. Yeah, I've only seen the first four episodes. So we're talking sex education. Yeah. Uh, look, season three re- was released on Friday. Uh, and it sort of came out of nowhere as well because like it, it obviously hasn't been around for a while because of, you know, the pandemic and whatnot. So it got pushed back. But there wasn't a whole lot of, um, you know, release dates given to us. And then we got a trailer, what, like a week or two ago that sort of said, you know, coming out. Uh, September, whenever it was, 17th, I think. And then it was like, oh, what? Well, that's next week. So it's like, whoa, all right. It's back on our radar. And I kind yeah, of forgot, back. forgot about it, which was cool that in the first episode, the very start, they do this um, really cool like uh, uh, recap where it's, um, uh, you know, I guess recapping the first, uh, what's happened in the first two seasons, which is really fun. So look, I mean, the show's back. And I think what episode are you up to? Maybe up to episode uh, so we're, we just finished episode four. So we'll be up to episode five tonight when they're on the France trip. Yes, when they go to the um, Battle of the Somme. Yeah. So look, that that's actually my favorite episode of the the whole entire oh, good. That's um, what I want to hear. season. Yeah. So look, you are in for um, a treat. You're in for a treat. You're in for a very, very good uh, and fun episode. But look, good, how, good, good, good. How good is this show? I mean, look. With, oh, it's, it's great. Not, it's great. But uh, and this is, it's kind of like, I guess similar to that um, out of banks, like same sort of like age, age group of yeah, you know, age our main characters. Yeah. Um, obviously the, the, the subject matter and the overall theme of the show is about sex, which is uh, probably a bit more advanced than um, out of banks. But I mean, this show is just, it, it hits everything on the nails so well. I mean, 8.3 on IMBD, uh, it's obviously been out, you know, not too long. So that, you know, might, might or might not change. Um, but look, so far, are you enjoying this season as much as season one and two? Yeah, so, so far I'm loving it. Um, I kind of, I think we sort of spoke about it off air. Like I kind of forgot how good this show actually was because it's been like probably two years, I think, since I would have last watched it. And just... I just like, it's just, it's just the right. It's the kind of humor that I enjoy. It's a bit crude, but it's also, it's very hilarious. Um, it's very easy. It's, easy, it's very relatable. I like, I know when I was in high school, the way these kids are thinking, I'm very, I was like, yeah, that was definitely me in high school, you know, going to yeah. parties, trying to get girls and all that kind of stuff. So I think for me, it just, it just hits all the box, ticks all the boxes for me. And I just love the characters. Like, I, I love Otis. I think Otis who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite character? Oh, it's probably it'd be who's your who's your favorite character overall, and then who's your favorite character so far this season? Uh, I think 
overall, my favorite character is probably Eric. I think Eric's amazing. Mm. Uh, the gay best friend. I just think he's hilarious. I love every time he's on screen. He always says something funny and just his reactions to everything. And the way that he dances in front of his mirrors. He's got game. He's got some style. He's got some swag. I'm a, I love Eric. I think he's hilarious. But so far this season, it's tied between two people. So one would have to be Otis. I'm loving Otis at the moment. And I'm also loving, I was loving the Otis and Ruby relationship. Mm. So I was a bit disappointed that that sort of ended. I think I like him with um, Ruby. I don't really like him when he's trying to get with Maeve. And that, seem, that seems to be the way it's going. Like he's going to try and get with Maeve again. Um, but I just love, I mean, come on, man. Who could rock a mac and cheese outfit? like a costume and pick up Ruby. Like he's getting it done. Like Otis knows what he's doing. Yeah, like, that's Peacock got its finest. Yeah. I love it. Like Otis is hilarious, but I, it's between him and my boy, Mr. Hendricks, man. I love the music teacher, the <laughs> science teacher. He's hilarious. Like every time he's on screen, he's just so funny. And I just love the scene where you see him with the choir practicing the music and they're, and they're listening to the song. That's obviously quite crude and talking about a lot of sex and he's just jamming out to it. He loves Mexican food. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm a big I'm like Mexican heaps now. Amy's you know making nachos, she's making burritos, all that kind of stuff. It's great. So I'm loving that. So I'm starting, I'm I'm loving Miss Hendricks at the moment. So they're at the moment they're probably my two favorite in the season. How about yourself? Yeah, I think I would have this overall. It would probably be Eric as well. I think Eric he's just crucial to the show. Like he's like that awesome best friend yeah. of the main character Otis, and he's just like he's just got so much energy. And like, he's just like fun. He's a fun character to have on screen. He's hilarious as well. Um, you know, for all the reasons you said there. Another character that I've liked throughout the whole uh, show as well, and he's had a really interesting development, uh, would be Jackson. Um, yeah. partic- particularly this season, he has a really interesting um, series in, in terms of, you know, how um, his character develops and, you know, the direction that that, that goes. I won't say too much there because I don't want to spoil anything for you. But um, they're probably two of my more favorite characters overall. But this season, I've particularly liked um, Adam. Uh, he also has had like a very interesting uh, character growth. Oh, his uh, character change has been crazy. Throughout. He's a, an amazing actor. I think he's, oh, he's a great. really, really great actor. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all pretty, for their age, they're all quite good actors. Um, but yeah, I think Adam for me, and you also mentioned it there, I, I love Ruby this season. She's just, I actually Ruby's love, amazing. I love her whole group, like her whole posse. Um, her, her clique, yeah. Anwar is hilarious. Like he's just, he's so like rude and just brutal. Um, and I can't remember the, the other friend's name off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I love their little group. But I, I'm the exact same as you. Look, I am all about Ruby and Otis. I was shipping for it. Like I, I want wanted them, and I won't tell you what happens. So I don't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah, I bet you he's but, trying to get back with Maeve. I just feel it's coming. It's got to happen. I, I want to get back with Ruby. I didn't. I mean, to be honest, like I, I didn't mind Maeve in the first two seasons, but this season I haven't really connected with it as much. Um, you know, she's, but she's pretty much same old, same old. She hasn't really changed that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but what do you what do you think about this this series so far? In that. You know, because the whole show, I mean, at least certainly early on, it was based on... The clinic, the sex clinic. clinic. The, the sex yep. clinic. And this season, there's no sex clinic. So how do you, how do you, how do we, what do we think about that? Do we think like, do, does it miss that? Or is it actually doing, you know, just fine without it? 
I reckon it's doing fine without it because I think it's kind of opened up to more ideas. Like you know, going to France, for example, would be. Pr- I'm looking really. I'm looking oh, you know, forward to this episode because you such and Chris, a good episode. Shout out to Chris as well. We're talking how much you enjoyed it. I think it's so probably I the like best it. episode of the whole series. Good. That's what I want to hear. So I've I've loved the first four episodes, and I kind of like how it's not really the clinic anymore because you got to focus more so on like you know Otis and Ruby and their relationship. Mm. Um, Obviously, Eric as well. His relationship with Adam and and how that's you know influencing what's going on. Yeah. So, and it's kind of interesting to see you know his Otis's mom now living with the like the boyfriend who's you know she's pregnant etc. So, I'm kind of enjoying getting these different plots. So I like how it's kind of turned its focus away from that whole idea of a clinic. Um. Yeah. So overall though yeah like i said I, I think it's doing fine without it and i'm happy that it's not there and you know if they don't bring it back that's totally fine because i'm enjoying the way that it's going at the moment so yeah uh i mean you haven't obviously finished the season there but uh i mean you know i don't want to spoil anything but you obviously want another season after this i love another season and then also i like jackson and his like you were saying before i sort of mm. like jack i think his story is interesting at the moment how he's been hanging out with cow yeah so that's really interesting to me because that's a whole new dynamic to the show that I wasn't expecting. So I kind of like how they've, you know, mix it up a bit. And other than that, yeah, I'm enjoying it. So, and then it's kind of funny, you know, how the, I like the, the new headmistress. She's pretty funny too. I like hope she's kind of an interesting character. So I'm enjoying her introduction to the show too. So I'm kind of hoping as we go through the rest of the season, we get, you know, a bit more time with those sort of characters. Yeah. Well, look, moving on, another show that I really like and you haven't got a chance to watch yet and we won't spend too much time on this because, you know, we might be talking about it in our, our next episode and that is uh, Ted Lasso, uh, an Apple um, Apple TV um, show. Jason Manzoukas stars in it and I think he's a writer um, in the show as well. He might yeah, also yeah. direct yeah. and produce yeah, I love Jason Sudeikis. He's hilarious. So, I mean, you're gonna love this show. Like, I know you're you're gonna watch it soon. Um, and I think after Sex Education, I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I mean, but we need to we need to mention because this show cleaned up at the recent Emmys. It won four awards, um, including Outstanding Comedy Series. Uh, look, like it's it's been an interesting one, right? Like because I this is the first Apple TV show I've really watched. Have you seen any other ones like Morning War? I think there's Morning Wars and um, C is another one. No, nah, so um, Marty, shout out to Marty. He just gave me his Apple, um, his Apple details. So I haven't watched any of their shows. So I'm looking forward to starting this one. Yeah, well, look, I mean, how about you? You've watched any other ones, or you just not, watching not Ted yet? Lasso? But I mean, you know, it makes makes me, um, I guess, interested. But yeah, I mean, look, Ted Lasso, like, it absolutely cleaned up. Outstanding comedy series. Uh, won that and then uh, as I mentioned four other awards there it won so look it's, it's a show that like I can't wait for you to watch because I can't wait to now I'm into football it. yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly so uh, yeah look I mean we'll, we'll probably talk more Emmys there I just wanted to sort of bring that up so I'm very keen to watch it so I'll see if is it a show I can watch with Amy or should I watch it myself? No, nah, you can you can definitely watch it with your girlfriend. I mean, you definitely watch it with Amy. Like my Maddie and I, my partner, we've watched it together. And like, it's just because it's about football. Like that's kind of like this, like push the side a little bit. It's more just about, it's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, but cool. it, it also has some moments where it like can be a bit hard hitting. So. Oh, nice. Uh, cool. So yeah, I'm good. definitely keen. I mean, they're digestible episodes. They're like 25 to 30 minutes. 
Um, no, I like I like that. That's good. I actually preferred season one more. So I mean, I haven't finished. So how many seasons yet. are there? Is there two? They're currently in the second season, but there's episode each each week. Oh, so, so it's, it's weekly. Cool. It's weekly, but I mean, you'll have almost two seasons to watch by the time you get to it. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'm excited to talk talk more about it soon. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because it did win um, a bunch of Emmys. But uh, yeah, we will get to to Ted Lasso um, in the the very near future, and I can't wait to talk more about it. Very exciting. Uh, look, another show we got to touch on quickly because we get a new episode of it tonight, and you know we love Marvel here on the podcast. We do so, indeed. Last week we got What If Killmonger Saved Tony's Life. Uh, and tonight, I think I believe we're getting a party Thor episode. Oh, good! Um, I'm keen for that. Which focuses on yeah Thor and Jane Foster. Uh, but yeah, how did how did you like uh, last week's episode? And you know, I guess are you looking forward to uh, tonight's episode, which focuses on uh, Thor? Yeah, uh, I think I enjoyed it. I uh, like as you, I know you love Killmonger, the character Killmonger. So shout out to him. Yeah, one of my favorites. Um, I thought it was an interesting episode. Um, I wouldn't say it's in my, it's like one of my favorite episodes that I've watched. Like I enjoyed it, um, but I still probably have ones I'd put ahead of it still. I kind of liked it. It was a kind of different way of thinking about, you know, what would happen if Tony Stark was rescued? Because as we know, Tony Stark's pretty much the centerpiece to the whole Marvel universe. Without mm-hmm. Iron Man, there would be no Endgame. None of those movies would ever exist because he's the one that starts it off as that first big hero. So it was interesting to see how he gets saved by Killmonger. And, you know, who knows? How Why is he there? He's just, you know, he just Killmonger is somehow new to be there. Who knows? But, you know, that's what he does. So I kind of liked how he's kind of playing off both sides as well. Like, you know, toy, playing, you know, acting like he's with USA and Tony Stark and then he changes to the Wakandas. And I like how he sort of becomes obviously that the new Black Panther. And he, and it's really interesting to see that because as you know, and I'm hoping it, and I know you are, I really want to see him return in yeah, some Wakanda future forever. Wakanda forever films, because I feel like they've opened that up as an, as an opportunity as it's like an alternative universe. Mm. So why not bring in him as an alternative black Panther? They're not recasting it. They've just got an alternative version. So, but you know, I enjoyed it. I like how you saw him, you know, it was kind of interesting to see Killmonger take on more of like a scientist sort of vibe. Like he was quite clever, quite bright. Like, you know, he had the robots that he wanted Tony Stark to create. So he was he was very much a tactician in this episode, which I think was kind of cool, a different turn on the character. Because as we know in the film, he's just a nutcase and just, yeah. you know, does what he wants. So I kind of like that. So but yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. And I, I, I the only one thing I didn't like about it um, I didn't really like how he just smoked everyone. Like he just destroyed. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you, was he took out Rhodey, like Rhodes really easy. He took out Tony quite easily. Like, to, you know, T'Challa's like got superhuman strength. Like he had the Black Panther, you know, he was pretty much peak condition and he just took him out easy using that one little weapon that he used to like the Sonic, um, I don't know what's called the Sonic Blast, the Sonic Blast mm-hmm. or whatever it was. I just didn't like, I just thought like, I love, Killmonger, like he's a badass, but I just think they just kind of, you know, you know, underdone everybody. Everyone was kind of depowered mm-hmm. a bit, I felt. And they kind of was sucked that that's the way it went. But you know what? I'm excited for more. I like it. It was different. That's what what if's all about. So that's probably my two cents at the moment, Sizzle. What you got for? Oh, so shout out to the Vegeta armor, obviously your boy. Yeah. As we know, Michael B. Jordan apparently is a huge anime and Dragon Ball Z fan. So it was kind of cool. I remember you sent me that um, tag on Instagram, I think it was, and how 
he's kind of it was based on that Vegeta armor. We love the Saiyan armor here. We love yeah. Dragon Z. We've spoken about it a few times on a pod on our podcast, but I'll leave on there. And Sizzle, you can take away the rest of this episode. I know you loved it. Yeah, I mean, like this episode for me was probably my favorite. And I feel like I say that every every second week when a new episode comes out. My favorite. But- nah, it's my favorite. I mean, that's I all right. Like, hey, hey, uh, you can have as many favorites as you like. Yeah, I know, but I feel like I'm a bit biased. I don't think it was the best episode, that's but I think I mean. it was yep. it was my favorite because I love Killmonger, and it was just cool to see him in the Marvel universe again because we only get him in obviously Black Panther, and it was really cool to see a completely different side of him. As you mentioned, he was overpowered; like he was just ridiculous, making everybody out. Uh, but it was really cool to see him. And I like how, because when I first was watching it, I was like, oh, they're going to make Killmonger a hero. Like, Yeah, that's gonna... what I thought when me and I was mm. watching it. That was the but, vibe I had. But yeah, I, I actually didn't do I, that. Yeah. yeah, I liked how he stayed. Because that's what I kind of like about him. Like, he's he is villainous, but he's a bit of an anti-hero because he... Oh, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. He's villainous to the fact that he he has this, these beliefs and he has, you know, what he stands for. And he doesn't budge and you know i kind of respect that and i, I like that with these that's characters. what an anti-hero does yeah yeah so i mean I, i'm all about anti-heroes like loki's one of my other favorite characters and he's obviously an mm. anti-hero as well um you know someone like venom i love venom he's a bit venom of i love venom i also love the punisher as well they're great punisher as well. Yeah. yeah so you know i love this this idea but I, I really enjoyed how they they kept him to his i guess um you know form of the character that he's you know been um in in the movie so i liked that uh i i liked how we got to see him um come the black panther again um in definitely a different uh route get, forever. Get there. yeah and i was going to mention that that was the one thing that was just like it doesn't hit the same does it when he says no. the kind of it's kind of like wakanda forever yeah it wasn't the same as Instead t'challa's of, you know t'challa's so yeah. um that hit a little bit different but you know, a really fun episode. I don't think it, you know, as I said, it's my favorite episode probably so far. I don't think it's the best episode. I still think um, the best episode is, and this is just my personal opinion, is um, uh, the Nick Fury um, focused episode where they, or the or the zombies episode, I think e- either or, um, you know, where they, the, the Avengers is a completely different team. Uh, but, you know, that's up for debate, I guess. Um, but it's been, you know, just fun to have what if in our lives. It's just good to have Marvel, isn't it? In our That's lives right. again. Yeah, well, it's I mean, still it, there. It's, it's tough because, you know, Shang-Chi's sitting there in cinemas, but we can't go see it. So, yeah, what a sit up. Well, hopefully we can see it soon, as you mentioned today. It's yeah. apparently coming to so, Disney Plus. Apparently coming to Disney Plus um, on November 12th, I believe. So, that's what I'll be doing. You know what I'll be doing on November 12th? Oh, yeah. I mean, putting the popcorn on. Although that being said, you know, with lockdown going the way it's going, cinemas might be open before then. So if that's the case, I'll, you know, be going to the cinema to watch it. Yeah, I'll come uh, back to go to the movies to have finally. It's been ages. Not since Mortal Kombat. It has. It's been, yeah, far too long. Far too long. Uh, Yeah, so look, love the episode. I'm really looking forward to um, Party Thor tonight. Should be fun. Yeah, what do you reckon? I reckon it'll probably, it seems like it might be a different vibe to the previous couple Mm. of episodes because it's been quite you know, evil and sinister, a lot of death as well. And yeah. So I, I think this might be a bit more lighthearted. Hopefully. I think it's going to be a bit more like episode two. Like yeah, I think the it's Star Lord, T'Challa is Star Lord. Love that episode. Yeah. I think it's going to be a bit more like out there and a bit more like just uh, ridiculous. Like things that happen, I think going to go very um, left of center rather than we've kind of had like a lot of 
the same story retold with a bit of a different slant. Bit of a twist, it. yeah. Whereas like that second episode, like that completely went off, Flipped. off the They grid. did it like, perfectly. That was a perfect what if. Like it was yeah. amazing so the that way was that they great. did it. Yeah. So I really I really think tonight we're gonna get something like very just odd. I think it's gonna be odd, is probably the best way to is do you know it. is Chris Hemsworth gonna do the voice? I four? believe so. I really I hope so. so. Cool. Yeah, no, I think he's I think I think most of the, the main Original. characters yep. will are, are doing the voices. Um yeah, so look, can't wait. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in well, maybe we will, maybe we won't. We've got the big episode fifty uh, next week. Look out, the big five uh, five oh five zero, look out. That's it. 50 big ones. 50 episodes. Yeah. Well, look, uh, is there anything else you want to hit on before we finish up? No, I think we've done. We've covered what I wanted to cover. Well, until next week, which is going to be episode 50. So, look, stay tuned. We've got, well, we might announce something even before then. We might get an Instagram and do a little video each yes, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Sizzle, you need to do an Instagram uh, video. I did it, one ages ago. I know, and you I haven't know. made one yet, you, you silly Billy. Come so, on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll, uh, yeah, stay tuned, basically. Um, yeah, until next time, uh, we'll be seeing you. Well, we won't be seeing you. Tell your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin. Tell them all. Cousins, grandparents, everyone. Tell them all. Tell them all. Until then, Quinny's going to be back into the painting. <laughs> no, I'm not painting anymore. I'm done. <laughs> he's done. Painting's he's done. finished. No he's more a, painting. He's thrown the brush in the bin. I'm going to enjoy my holidays now. Yes, please do. All right. Peace. Peace.